Welcome back to Matt Time again. I'm Daniel Tench, and joined as always by my good friend Zach Sarah. How you doing today, Zach? I'm doing great, Big Dan. Long time no talk. Uh, excited to be here for the second uh, second part of the AAA State Preview, and I would like to give a a big thank you once again uh, to Mr. Rick Welker for joining us here for this AAA State Tournament Preview. Thanks for having. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming on, Rick. We greatly appreciate it, and uh, we're excited for you to be here, sir. Uh, I'll tell you what, I can't. I'm, I'm excited. I thought it was great to get the call. Like I said before, I've listened to your guys' podcast. You guys do an awesome job. Call me anytime. My wife's happy to get rid of me for a while. So, what's <laughs> hey, don't forget, plug your show, man. Where can they catch you next season uh, after all the COVID? So, then what's your radio show? So, WKKX AM 1600. Uh, we Year, early years, you had to catch the show. Then we got we got slick up here and tried to put it online. Now they actually send out links for Twitter, things of that nature. So go to uh, WKKX AM sixteen hundred, the Ohio Valley Watchdog. You follow that on Twitter or on Facebook, and you'll be able to pick up our shows. That's awesome, man. We we we're we're glad and honored to be in company with you in terms of the media for West Virginia wrestling. So it's great to have you here. Uh, we're gonna jump back into it here. Well, you may uh, not want to, you may not want to know this, Coach, but you now are part of media. So you've, you podcast is the same thing. So now when people complain about media, they're talking about you a little bit too. I, I assure you, with the life I've lived, I've been complained <laughs> about quite a few times. So, uh, again, real quick before this gets started, it's been a weird season. Want to give our condolences to the Bridgeport wrestling community. Hate that they can't be here this weekend. A lot of great wrestlers or. I should say weekdays, Monday, Tuesday, but uh, keep grinding, boys. You had a great season. You had a lot of really ranked kids up there. So, hate to hear it. Hopefully, next year is a lot better, and uh, keep keep doing good things there at Bridgeport. Yeah, it's such a shame. It is. It's awful. It's just it – just, it's, it's the year we have, unfortunately. And it's You know, so many people survived it all season, and to see it happen at the end just sucks. It just – there's no way to just church that up either. It just yeah. sucks. Yeah, and I think in the upper weights is where you saw Bridgeport really – that's where I think where they were really good oh, yeah. uh, on the backside of the weight classes. Oh, uh, for they sure. Definitely, they've definitely made it interesting in our region. It, was, it wasn't strange <sighs> to see them here. I just had to keep reminding myself, oh, that's right, Bridgeport's here. You're right. And it definitely created some, uh, you know, some really, really strong competition, even in the earlier weights, uh, some, just some tougher matches that, you know, you may not have seen. Uh, in regions in the past, so exactly. It, exactly. Was, it was good. To, it's good to have them there. Uh, they create headaches for us, but uh, yeah, it's 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 all by us. I mean, the rest of the region, uh, but it's it's good to have them. Yeah, the one that I'm really upset about, and I'm going to say it for the fiftieth time. Last year at the AA State Duels, Jake Muncy of Point Pleasant wrestled Summers of Bridgeport. Summers was a freshman, and you know Muncy got the win. But we said right there that moment on air. This kid's going to be a state champ. And fast forward a year, he's ranked one head in the states and got a big win in Region 1 in the finals over number – well, he was the number one at the time. So I felt like our prediction was about to come true. And then, unfortunately, we don't get to see it. So keep yeah. grinding, kids. It's going to happen. This year just sucks. Well, this and is- I'm sure most AAA football coaches would say, go back. <laughs> hey, as a double-A football coach – they can stay where they are as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's a great, great program up there. All right, so let's go in here to 152 now. I'm going to go 152 to heavyweight. 
Uh, we'll start with Coach Welker. Who's the who's the matchup right out of the gate that you're interested to see, or the quarterfinal? What are you What are you excited about here? You know, I'm looking. I'm looking through here. Uh, I think uh, Stevie Mitchell's pretty soft. You know, is a good spot up there. Um, you got Creasy right there. You got one and two up there in that top half right there. That's Shockey uh, is another freshman from Barkersburg South. Dodson had beat. It's. I think this plays out. Uh, I may be wrong. I, I think it plays out as expected here. Uh, with I think you see a one, two, three, four making it to the semis. Uh, unfortunately, it will be one, two on the top, three, four on the bottom. Um, I, I think it just comes out as we would expect it to come out. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a lot of landmines there. Am I missing something from a couple of kids that I don't know? Um, Possibly. Yeah, of course. Like, you never know who's going to just come out and wrestle out of their mind. But I, I'm kind of with you on this as far as, you know, there's, there's a really good matchup there with 8-6 in the very first round. Uh, obviously, that can really dictate your path to being All-State. Uh, yes. Either win or loss, though. I mean, you, you want to try to get that win and match up a little favorable <laughs> later on. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of with you. Uh, I, I think the Baco Shockey match will be a little more interesting than people might be giving it credit for, just because I think the styles are a little bit different, so to speak. It's a little bit, you know, Shockey's very defensive. Yeah. Very defensive wrestler, wants you to attack type kid. Uh, so I, I'm with you, though. Now, I do find it interesting that number three has beaten number one. So, yes. Yes. So the one, two on the top, and to me in this way, class, very deceiving. Very deceiving. I think it's a little more wide open than people. So I don't think that's one that we can actually sit here and complain about. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no, I don't think so either. I think Mitch, Mitchell Locke, mm-hmm. Hunter Dodson, I know I know Dodson pretty uh, pretty well. Candace uh, wrestled in the past. He's gotten he's a grinder. He's gotten better and better. That Spring Mills program is on the rise. Um, Absolutely. So he's, got some, he's got, you know, he's got Patrick Jackson in the room with him. Um, I think it's. I think whoever comes out of the, the top quarter on that bottom half of the bracket, uh, just based off of what I've seen, what I've seen, um, I think Creasy's a good match for Mitchell when the, if, if he gets through the quarters over uh, Tyler and Connor Wiseman there. But I, I think if I was a betting man, I would probably see Mitchell uh, Mitchell making his way out to the finals, and then you know the bottom half is is a little bit more dicey. But I, I just think it's. Knowing uh, watching Steven over the past couple years, I think he's he's on a mission right now. I think he's been a runner up in the past, third yes. in the past. I just think that, uh, but you can't overlook the two at the bottom. No, no, not at all. And I, you know, we got to watch uh, Steven Mitchell wrestle earlier this year. Uh, he defeated uh, Mitchell Freeman uh, there uh, at the Point Pleasant Willing Park duel. Sorry, our dogs have uh, have invaded the uh, the podcast room here. Uh, if y'all hear any noises, but uh, but yeah, Stephen Mitchell, very exciting, uh, very, very great wrestler, and you know, I love watching him, especially on his feet. Uh, he does some tremendous things there on his feet, so I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, this weight class and see how it plays out, uh, across the board. So, yeah, so now, so now let's move on here to the 160 pound weight class. We have uh, returning. Uh, three-time state champion Gavin Kiocho. Yeah, chasing uh, four. Chasing his fourth state title. Uh, and, you know, there's a there's one interesting matchup right off the bat for me as far as rankings go. Uh, you get Ty Chapman, uh, who is the number seven-ranked wrestler. And then you get uh, Christopher Knott uh, from St. Albans, who is the eighth-ranked wrestler. So, like I said, two-ranked guys there. Uh, right off the bat, 
Now, other than that, there's not really a lot of uh, uh, crazy matchups initially, at least as far as, as uh, my vision goes. But I think there will be some good quarterfinal matches uh, that play out, and uh, you got a potential 4-6. And uh, then, like I said, the winner of the 7-8 will take on number three, Patrick Jackson, there. Uh, now, oddly enough, you know, Kiecha is uh, joined only by number five, Kobe Piner of Green Bar East uh, in the bottom. But uh, I like Piner's opportunities there uh, to potentially semi and uh, see what he can do. So, yeah, this is one of the weight classes that took a big hit without Bridgeport. Yeah, yeah, number two. Now you lose Starkey out of this bracket. It, I don't want to say it, it doesn't make it as tough, but obviously if you're losing the kid that's ranked number two in the state, it's hard to argue it didn't soften it up a little bit. You know what I mean? So I'd love to have seen where he would have fell in this mm-hmm. mix. Um, just unfortunate again. What jumps out to you, Coach? Anything interesting? Or I like one quarter in particular. Let's see what you think about it. There's one I really like. Um, I think, you know, I think that – I think there's two guys. I mean, I like I like Elijah Wellings-Osha. I've been a fan of his for a couple of years. Um, Patrick Jackson, I think obviously he's, he's a hammer. I think losing – when we did lose Starkey from Bridgeport, it does throw a twist in there. Um, I think it's Keo chose to lose. I mean, the kid's just different. Colby Piner is, is a guy that, that is going to, you know, I think is just very, very solid. Watching Russell a lot downstate last year, um, I think the top quarter could be with Holstein and well, uh, Wellings Osha. Is, is definitely a quarterfinal to watch. Yeah. That, that's exactly the one I, that jumped out at me. Like, that could be a really, really good matchup. That could be a really good match for sure. Yeah, I think that's definitely one to kind of keep an eye out. Uh, the, I think the rest of the quarters probably go as planned. Right, as as per what we would predict, yes. yeah. But that was the one that I thought could go either way. I really think it could. I, that's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. All right, then. Yeah, 160. I mean, it's just hard to talk about all, excuse me, all the weight classes after we've already hit 26 and 32. <laughs> Retrospectively, we should have done those last just for the excitement of the matchups. Yes. Yeah, but heading into 170 now, uh, another pretty evenly dispersed um, weight class, similar situation. The two's not here uh, in terms of rankings because of the issue. Uh, so you, you lose that potential Summers Dempsey mm. final, uh, which we would, you know, somewhat assume would happen, I guess. Uh, actually, that would have been in the semis, would it not have? Summers, he was in the top of Dempsey, wasn't he? Originally. Was region one up there with region four? Hagedorn won region one. I'm sorry. Oh, no, right. no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I believe Summers won region one. So he would have been up on that top half with them. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought that the region one was with region four. So I guess there's a little silver lining. You don't have one versus two in the semis if there is a such thing. Right. <laughs> I think I think that we would rather have the two in the tournament. But yeah, hundred percent. But as far as first, I think the Childers McArdle is interesting. Four versus seven. Yeah. Um, Got to see. We've seen two Childers wrestle a lot. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, you've seen McCardle wrestle a lot more than us. What What can you tell us about that kid? You know, uh, Ben's Ben's a grinder. Uh, I think he does create some issues a little bit for Jude. Um, he's a you know he's just a tough John Marshall kid. You know, uh, it, it it should be a, it should be an interesting matchup. Uh, it would have been 
it would have been Jude and uh, Adam Angel had uh, Mr. Summers been able to uh, compete. So it does right. spread that bracket out just a little bit. Um, and I, I think the same thing. I think Childers and McCardle would probably be the, the match to watch first round there. Yeah, and I, but, you know, Summers still in the bracket, man, that Angels-Childers first round match, that would have been a – That'd have been a highlight match. I mean, that's four versus five. So, I mean, you kind of caught a little bit of a break, kind of separating those two a little bit, kind of getting split in that bracket, which could set up the semi. Is that not crazy to think that if they wrestled to quote-unquote ranking, we would have had a first-round match that now is the semifinal? Right. Like, that's big. That's a big disparity there. Yeah. We're not talking about a little change. That's a huge yeah. Change. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that Adam and uh, Chase Herndon had wrestled earlier in the year. It was a close match. Um, so that quarter, uh, that quarter will be decided on who got better over, you know, over time uh, between their last meeting. Now, I, I know you said you've listened, Coach Welker, to our show, so I'm going to test you here. What's my favorite part about the Angels? <laughs> uh, that they play baseball? I'm sorry. No. Nah. It's it's their hair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They got they yeah. got the good mullet. Well, listen. Oh, they got the flow, man. They got the flow. Love the hair. And, 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 it, and, they, and listen, they're they're a big baseball family, so they take the mullet from one season to the next. And I can nice. tell you this, just some mullet, uh, just some mullet information. Connor Craig, West Liberty University's, uh, just was a national runner-up. Says he right. started his mullet and he refuses Uh-oh. to get it cut until the end of next year. Nice, I, that could nice. be epic, to say the least. <laughs> so, if I'm going to make a prediction of the of the champion based on hair alone, I'd go Angel. It's going to be Angel. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they got to wrestle, though. So, we're just, we're just going to let them go out there and hash it out. But, yeah, another another good weight class. And, it's again, this one's a little more spread out, so yeah. to speak, in terms of rankings. So, we should see, again, almost what, in quote, unquote, was designed to do. I got yeah, with, yeah, one thing I'll say with this, you know, with – the unfortunate loss of Summers, it really opens up uh, a great opportunity, uh, you know, for those four to seven ranked guys uh, to possibly final. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas realistically looking at it, otherwise, you know, I would have probably liked Hagedorn uh, to come out of the bottom. The bottom right? yeah, just looking at it, like I said, on paper, looking at it, you know, from chalk perspective. But, you know, now these guys are going to have a great opportunity to try and final, whereas they may have not otherwise had that, had that chance. So that, you know, you know, you get the chance. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta show up and go take it. So, so I, I think that bottom half of this bracket will be real interesting. Oh, yeah, it could be sure. an absolute dogfight there. So I, I see Dempsey, defending champ, holding, holding court here type thing. I think so as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think the so, only thing you gotta worry about AJ maybe just a little bit of conditioning. You know. Um, yeah, they haven't wrestled a lot. Yeah, they, they, they. <laughs> I guess fortunately caught their issues with the quarantining early. Yeah. So. But if there's such a thing at this point, yeah, I mean, I don't even know how to even describe this season, but at least we're wrestling. And at worst, we're wrestling still. Absolutely. We just got to uh, hold our breath for four more days. Exactly uh, right. Yep. yep. A long four days of that, though. So, so let's move on here to the, uh, the 182-pound weight class. Uh, you got an uh, interesting matchup right off the bat with the 6'8". Uh, you got Wes Landis uh, from Hampshire County. And uh, Michael Owen of Parkersburg, like I said, get a good little 6-8 matchup there right off the bat. Um, you know, this weight class is, is spread out uh, almost true to a true, a true bracket. Uh, you know, you lost number five, Moeller of Bridgeport. But other than that, though, like I said, it, it's fairly evenly distributed uh, as far as, you know, your, your top seeds go. 
Um, but what 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 do you like here, Coach? What are what are your what are your opinions on this weight class? Well, I think I think we have to look at Elijah Edge. Obviously, he was a runner up last year. Uh, right. He's a sophomore. That top half, he's got uh, Hunter Nixon uh, up there uh, coming up. Hunter Hunter just got back. Another could be a little bit of condition issue, but it that's a fun matchup to me because I think it's just. Their, their styles match up you know, the same way. Uh, they're both big, strong kids. They like to get in your face a lot. Uh, that's that that's a semi that I'm really, really, really looking forward to. Um, you got Milborn. He he's down on the bottom half, and uh, it, it, I think this this is another one that I it, I think it's a, it's we have to assume it's edges to lose at this point. He's wrestling well all season from what I've seen, and. Uh, that that semi right there is the most intriguing for me in this bracket. Agree. And what impressed me about Edge is the fact he's just a sophomore. Yeah. And, and he's it's, he's just so big and strong for the weight mm-hmm. class for only being a sophomore. Yeah. Like these aren't easy weight class. Now we're into those weight classes where the younger you are, generally speaking, the worse it goes for you. Yes. Yeah. You're you're dealing with some men. Yeah. Uh, when you get to one seventy, one eighty, and above. So. Well, I think, I think Edge has been lights out. I think too, which has benefited Elijah, and which has benefited uh, even Eric Brothers growing up. They were always a little bit bigger, so they always had the opportunity to work out with the older guys, things of that mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think that they were in an area where they could get the right guys in the room with them. Um, and, and it helped them. It helped them prepare for these kind of events. And uh, I believe they traveled well as kids and got their right yeah. competition. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you you know you know that there you, you cannot downplay the room. You just can't because you you see kids come from schools that these kids are probably state champ caliber, but with nobody to really push them every single day or get the right competition for him. When push comes to solve late into the tournament, maybe the better room just wins because the, the gas tank's a little better. They've seen this type of talent. So, yeah, the room is super important right now uh, in terms of how you're going to perform late in the season. Well, and, you know, too, Coach, not to get off topic here, but let's let's be realistic. Location in West Virginia is beneficial, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Elijah, oh, yeah. Elijah Edge was around a really good – a really good club. Eric Brothers was around a really good club. Um, Eric had the benefit of, you know, being able to get the young guns, spending some time with Strip Matter and that crew. Um, so they're just being able to get to this. When you look at the state, how many kids that, that, that may have had, they had the opportunity to get out of the area, go into PA more, go into Ohio more. Is their career a little bit different? I think it is. Oh, oh yeah. I agree with yeah, that. I agree. 100%. And very, like I'll, I'll drop one that kind of came from those areas that's kind of isolated. Do you remember, if you remember Cameron Gallagher? Yeah. Like he was just this phenomenal freak of a wrestler athlete, and he didn't really he didn't live in a place there in Grafton where he could just easily go and find a great club or a great tournament or anything like that. So it, it's few and far between. You're right. It, it doesn't. It, location matters. Well, it matters. In, in room matters. Let's look at let's look at a guy that went from a small town like Preston, West Virginia, to over there in uh, Brewston Mills, went on to become a D two national t- champion once he got yes. to to college. So, yeah. definitely, you know, Terrence was one of those kids, athletic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think he rolled a lot with Buddy Turner. Heck, I think he was the goalie in soccer. That's how athletic he was. But once he was able to get wow. into a room to really help him, you know, make some strut jumps. Mm-hmm. He just got better and better. That's a good yeah, point. That's a good point there. Yeah, that, that is a good point. So, uh, I'm, 
real quick, I'm excited to, to watch Nixon wrestle. I uh, didn't get to watch him there at the Point William Park duel right. early in the year, so I'm excited to to you know to watch him uh, have at it there at the state tournament. So uh, now we'll move on uh, to the 195 pound weight class. Real uh, quick change. Yeah. Real quick change. Oh, round here, one. Daniel. Round one. Very top of the bracket. It's now Blaney versus Holderby. Blaney versus Holderby. Uh, tossed, toast. We still know. I'm going to go. go with, since it's a wrestling bracket, I'm going to go with Toss is the pronunciation. Uh, tossed but, is the best wrestling yeah. name. It could be. So we're going to go with Toss. Uh, unfortunately, he can't make it. So Holderby is in, in his place. Doesn't really change a whole heck of a lot in terms of potential matchups. And I'm going to steal this one. I'm going to go ahead and steal it. I'm going to jump to the quarters. And I think the uh, Bentley Fisher potential there is a, is a really, really mm. nice quarterfinal matchup for that bracket for sure. Yes. That's a, if my, if I'm correct here, we're looking at what a two and a five in the quarter there. Yes. Um, yep. That should be, that should, I was looking at the same thing. I think that's the premier potential big, big matchup. Of course, you got seven, six round one. But when you start talking two five, it just has a little more, I don't know, curb appeal. Yeah, a little, I more, zing, a little more zing to it. Like I said, I'm sure Jaron Allen and, and Howard uh, is going to be, you know, an outstanding first round match. But you know, the winner of that match is going to catch an unranked uh, wrestler out of the top part of that quadrant. Yeah, so, yeah Blaine or Holderby. So I'm in agreement with you guys there. The the Bentley Fisher match uh, should be a good one. And then you you know, looking on the other side of the bracket though too, you have a possible four eight match up there. Uh, with Aiden Edwards and, and Sean McCoy from Jefferson, so that could be that could be a, a a solid matchup as well. But like I said, when you compare, you know, two five four eight, you know, two five obviously uh, comes out on top there. Uh, but you know, like I said, you get one and two separated here, uh, numbers wise at least uh, by the rankings in the bracket. So the pill, uh, you know, played out pretty solid. Uh, you unfortunately lost Bryce Carnes, number three uh, from Bridgeport. Uh, you know, so that was a shame to to lose him, but. Uh, like I said, you know, Devin Galdine, I believe, was runner-up last year, uh, if my memory serves correct. So, you know, he's in that bottom uh, bottom bracket there um, with Edwards and McCoy as the only other ranked wrestler. So, you know, on paper, it looks like a good opportunity for Galdine to, to final there and, and, you know, chase that chase that state title. Yes. So, yeah. You weren't wrong, Coach Welker, when you said the top, top part of these weight classes are going to be really hurt by losing Bridgeport. And it just seems like a theme right now. Mm-hmm. Another one. That was highly ranked, not going to be there. So, unfortunately for the 195 pound weight class, we're going to roll right into 220. Now we're starting to get to the, the big, big boys. Yeah. Uh, got that 1 2 matchup potential in the semis. And I'm going to go ahead and do the I think it's brothers to lose type thing. That's a, that's a big, strong kid, solid wrestler. Returning champion. So, yeah, yeah I mean, on paper, I think definitely brothers. Uh, would almost have to be the favorite. Uh, you know, I'm sure Coach would be in agreement there uh, with us, but I think there are some other interesting matchups here. And, you know, the bottom half of this bracket is, is pretty well loaded. I mean, you got four, six, five, three, and seven. Yep. Uh, and two of those are, are head-to-head matchups uh, with Atkins and Beiser going head-to-head with the three, seven, and Bennett and McCoon going head-to-head with the four, six. And then you got five in between. So, you know, like I said, that that's going to be a very interesting uh uh, obstacle course in the bottom to see who see who comes out there. So just based off of the number of ranked wrestlers uh, that are going to go head to head. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with I agree with both of you. I think it's uh, I think Eric, as long as you know he can get going through there, uh, gets through Buckaloo in the semis. Um, 
and I think this plays out. The bottom half is definitely the more interesting part of the bracket. Um, but I, I think it's it's it is it's Eric's to to lose at this point. Can't can't hey, when you get to these big guys, anything can happen, right? Tweak a match yeah. oh, yeah. anything Plus, can happen. That's true. And, and this this that's is another true. fairly young weight class. You've got uh, I mean, you got a freshman, you got multiple a couple freshmen, multiple sophomores in here. So this is going to be interesting to watch how these kids grow and how this plays out moving forward. Or some of these kids in this weight class because one ninety five is a little better on their team. So right, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's something else with this year too. You get you know who knows why the kids are at the waist they are. Didn't want to cut or didn't want to be in that particular mm-hmm. loaded weight class. But again, we talk about a sophomore 182 being impressive or 220. And, you know, we've seen some different things with this kid this year. I know, let's just take the common opponent. They matched up, though, Buffalo and Brothers, did did they not? I don't believe we wrestled Parker. Yeah, I don't think so either now. Yeah, but I think, you know, it's. uh, It will be the first time this year. I think so, yeah. Because we don't have OVACs and. uh, so they wouldn't have matched up there. We, we you would have expected them to run into each other at some point. Right, but there is a common opponent. They both wrestled Price and Point Pleasant. You know, Price beats Buckaloo the first time, seven eight to one, and then he's beating him ten to one the second time. And Buckaloo throws him and sticks him. And Brothers wrestled Price, and it was it was different. Brothers was in control the whole match and set the tempo. And so based on that, I, I still think Brothers. Brothers is the one here. You got to catch him. He's the one you got to catch. I think so. Yes, sir. All right. So here we go. Last one. To me, sadly, the probably most disappointing one in terms of losing a kid. You lose the one with Summers from Bridgeport. Uh, Still a good quality weight class. Still some really good wrestlers here. I've been following Jones and Tambourine both. I think that sets up a potential final that would be very much worth the money to see. Because those are two athletic big boys. Uh, uh, yes. Those are not just your high school heavyweight. Um, the bracket itself, this is probably the most true to form of separating everybody. I anticipate the quarters being the quarters based on rank. And I do anticipate the big showdown of Tamron Jones. I don't know what jumps out of YouTube, but when I look at it, that's what I see. But real quick, there is a change. Uh, down at the bottom, Lavely will now take on Manly from Ripley yeah. as Gearhart has scratched. Okay. What do you two got? I I had it just like you did. Uh, I wouldn't be – I mean, uh, Lavely's in there. Or Lavely's another kid that makes you think uh, on top of those other – on top of uh, Jones and Tambrin. Um But, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right, Coach. I think we go – I would anticipate a Jones Tambor final. Which is going to be a great one, for sure. And it had just been even better if one of those two went through Summers to get there or Summers went one through one of them. I think those three are really nice big boys. There's really good wrestlers. Yeah, athletic. Athletic. Strong. That's yeah. the thing. They're so athletic. Yeah. And we got to see Tambor, and man, that kid is athletic. He's just a big athletic uh, kid. Yeah. And, you know, with this class, we're going to get a couple of decent. Uh, Quarterfinals, they're going to have potentially the five six with Mullet and uh, Staub, and then uh, you know you get the Lavely Evans matchup as well. So that's two, you know, two pretty solid quarterfinal oh, matchups yeah. there. And like I said, should be some good wrestling. But I ultimately think uh, everything holds chalk uh, to the rankings, and you end up with a with a Tamron uh, uh, Jones matchup. But like I said, you know, 
as Rick said previously, at, at these weights, anything can happen. Yeah, uh, this, you, know, these you are don't the, know what's going to what's going to play out. So this is where the most volatile throws come into play. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not as, not as much fighting off your back here. No, no, not at all. Well, that does it for the AAA previews. We want to take it again, Coach Welker. Thank you so much for joining us. We really enjoyed your input and loved yeah. having you on. You have to come back for the AA preview. And we'll do it all again. Hey, thanks for having me. Look forward to it. Hope to see you guys down there. It's a strange couple of days for us, or triple A, strange couple of days for double A. Let's hope everybody stays safe. Uh, double A's got a couple extra days to st- to uh, sweat out some yeah, stress. Than, than triple yep. A. I'm, I would imagine most are, are traveling down today. Hopefully they stay safe. And uh, hopefully we have uh, an uneventful, uh, you know, no craziness going on uh, this week. That's right. Just a good, good week of wrestling. So until we see you in Huntington, enjoy the next two days of wrestling. I'm Daniel Tench. I'm Zach Stair. And thank you once again, Rick, for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Yep. We'll see you guys. Have a good one.